What's up, y'all? Let's keep it in real with Miss Breakin. I got fellow boy in the microphone. The fellow boy. Yeah. I'm here. I'm here. It's been a minute. It's been a minute. Yes, sir. Today, we wanted to talk about black stereotypes. I just felt like talking about it because I feel like we don't really get into it. We talk about it, but we don't talk about it. Mm-hmm. And, like, I feel like the biggest one is, like, where it comes to food. I've met a lot of black people that don't like watermelon. Yeah. And they get discredited, like, oh, you not black then. <laughs> but it's like, you know, it's not a, it's, that's some slave, that's a slave stereotype. You know, that's not necessarily a stereotype among us. But I wanted to get into the real stereotypes. Like, what's the, I know, like, black people never come on time. We never show up. We always be on black people time. They be like, oh, party starts at six. <laughs> black people ain't showing up till nine. Some of them. Some of them, yeah. Some of them, most of them, you feel me? Because I'm the type of black man, I'm there five minutes before. Not gonna lie, I try to arrive a little early too, but then... They be all surprised that, oh my God, you know, I didn't expect you to come this early. And I'm like, I mean, it's I know weird. one stereotype. I don't know if it's a stereotype, but I know back in the day when I was clubbing, mm-hmm. we used to be like, yo, we ain't going to get there to 12. They maybe, still, I feel like they still do that. Midnight because the party going to be jumping. But if we all show up early, the party would be jumping anyway. That's true. That's true. I got to lie. That's true. But I feel like, I mean, when I was clubbing in New York, certain times do matter because yeah. it's like the peak of the music starting the cool to get hot. People, the cool people don't want to be there early. That too, that too, I felt like. Well, yeah. they think that's cool. Yeah, they think that's cool. Yeah, I feel like another stereotype with black people that I hate is the single parent life. On both ends, but more on the male's perspective. Like, you know, most girls have the daddy issues because they don't have dads in their lives. I try to figure that one out, but me growing up, I had both parents and a lot of my friends did too. So I don't know how they came up with that one. Because men back in the day, was men at the house. Yeah. Grant you, there was a situation where drugs came involved. There was situations where people didn't get along just like any other race. Yeah. But I just think we take the blunt of everything. Yeah, that's true. You know how it is in life. It's always easier to point the finger at somebody. Yeah. Rather than sitting it out for yourself. And just realizing, like, you know, this is what you have to do. Yeah. You know? Pointing the finger. Oh, this is what happened. Oh, and like they talk about <clears throat> the doll only lasts last six seconds in the black neighborhood. It do, though. And it's yeah, sad. But, 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 yeah, we talking about. Because these days and time. We have black entrepreneurs, young, yes, to yes, old. yes, yes. We have, but people. we don't talk about them enough. You know, that's what I'm saying. Every time we talk about the black community, 
we talking about it in a dark light, which we need to start highlighting the positive. Yeah. And highlighting the positive is talking about, you know, more people in the community going to college. There's more professionals and women today. Yes. Are yeah. blowing it out the water because they running things. Yeah. You know, and there's a lot of men out there running stuff too. Black yeah. men. Yeah, there, there is. It definitely is. And it's sad because like, you know what? Um, You ever heard of the pink restaurant or the pink cup? I think that's what it's called. Where is that located? That's in New York. Um, It's a black owned restaurant and this man, he got his restaurant, family business, whatever. But like they turned his restaurant into a little reality TV show. Oh yeah. And what I didn't like about it is because he was sleeping around with the um, waitresses. And it just like, for me personally, I hate watching TV shows that really stereotype the black man. Oh, he sleeps with a lot of women. Da 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 da. They really love filming drama and bullshit like that and feeding it into our, you know, community, making it okay. Like, you know, this is okay. Just like Black Ink. You know, how to, you know, and well, it's they, just... They try to make that look like, um, what are they doing? They're still working on getting it out of your culture because in the tribal days, we did have multiple wives. And yes, definitely, stuff definitely. Like that. So how you feel? how you feel about Nick Cannon? And all the babies he got. He's just trying to help populate the world. <laughs> Listen, he got so many because, babies. Mamas. Because they tell you every day on the news that we're overpopulated, but we haven't been on a population scale since the 1970s. Yeah. Because there's less people having kids. Mm-hmm. There's family with only one kid. Mm-hmm. There's 40... 45-year-olds with no kids. Yeah, that's true. That's true. So, There's a lot of older people that don't have kids. Yeah, so we done fell off the uh, population scale in the United States. We're not overpopulated people. Yeah, we're not. Because it's like, because if so, because, I mean, I've driven across the country, and, I mean, there's so much land down there, but, like, it really is the city that holds population. Yes. You know what I mean? So when they do a state count, it's really the state count for the city because those are really the popular. That's where the most popular, you know, popularity where people live. Like Atlanta, they say, oh, Atlanta's so big. Atlanta got a lot of people. Yeah. And the city, but in the country, it's, it's not a lot of people. So is this a stereotype here? Um, black people have too many kids. You know something? I feel like... I'm just asking because <clears throat> me having co-workers that are white people, they be having like four or five babies running around the house. Yeah, and we but, talking about we can't afford one kid. Yeah, but see, I feel like, you know, growing up in the black community, how I see it is black men have different babies by different women. Yeah, that's As, true. Like a, a white man, he's going to have... His nah. family with one, you know, one, nah, maybe there, two women, depending there, on yeah, the situation. There's, there's some out there. There's some out there with um more than one baby mama, too. 
and the and the divorce rate that they always talk yeah, about. Yeah, their divorce rate is high. Their divorce rate is high. Higher than a mug. Yeah, they so, they high. But we look at that and be thinking that they talking about us, but in reality, that's their numbers. Yeah, that's true. Hold on, let me get something. And every time they, you know, put this stuff out there and try to make something popular, we just gravitate to it. Good or bad. Miss Breaker done stepped away from the mic, people. Yeah, I feel like that. I mean, you know, I don't know too many. I haven't ran into a lot of white people that got a lot of babies. I have. And I don't know if it's because of the area, you know, the town that I'm in where it's predominantly, you know, white people that are marriage, that take marriage serious because of their religion, being intertwined with, um, you know, their culture and how important marriage is to them, you know. What's another stereotype? Black people love church. Oh, yeah. (laughs) Black people faithful, Christians, you know, old school. And, you know, I feel like that's true. That's a stereotype. I feel like they say black people like church, but they're hypocritical. But I feel like that's all people that go to church are hypocritical. Well, a lot of people go to church that already have little issues. Yeah, that's true. I feel like they take um, the Lord's words and twist it and turn it into different things. What's a stereo? Another stereotype: Black men love Cadillac or Lincoln. Yeah, the, the Italians love the Lincoln. The black men love the, ca- the uh, no. Caddy. The Italians love the Caddy. Caddy. And the um, brothers love the Lincolns. Yeah. Well, black people, they love the Mercedes more. Well, that's a black now. man. That's a black man's rich car. When he get when he make money, he go get Mercedes. That's a yeah. stereotype. That's a stereotype. That is. But I mean, it hate to say it, but it's it's a true stereotype because I mean, black people are the most. Um, but you gotta realize too, they that, buy the most Mercedes. Yeah, but a lot of black people Mercedes profit from us. A lot of black people live as live towards the stereotype, like it's the truth. Too. Yeah, that too. So not breaking those, not breaking those traditions that are spoken. Well, it's not a tradition. It's not breaking a stereotype that creates traditions among our community, where it's like, oh, this is the okay, this is the norm thing to do because we do it anyways. You know, I try to break those things too. Yeah. You know, being you know how they say black people, black women are the most. Um, they're the first to get pregnant at a young age, along with the Latinas. And it's it's a stereotype. Unfortunately, some of it is true in certain communities. Because sometimes we stereotype each other. Mm-hmm. They don't even have to stereotype us. Because if mm-hmm. you go to the mall and you see um, a white girl with soccer shorts on, you ain't going to say nothing. You see a black girl, oh, she's fast. Yeah. Automatic. 
That shit. Of our body types. Yeah, because that's the shit we put on each other. Yeah, that's true. Yeah, you that's know? true. And that's what I meant earlier by we start thinking of stereotypes are true and we start living by them. Yeah, yeah, yeah. Not breaking those. Yeah, that gotta, mindset. Yeah, because we and and we could break those stereotypes because people <clears throat> break um what's that shit um superstitious. Yeah. When people be like a black cat crossed the road and it's all this yeah. shit, knock on wood and don't let the broom don't sweep let your the foot. Broom sweep your foot, yeah. You throw away all that because you try to move away from that. Mm-hmm. You move away from the other shit too. Yeah, undoing what you ha- undoing what you learn because there is a such thing as black excellence. Yes, there is. And there's people that live by that, like people live by other shit. Yeah. You feel what I'm saying? Black excellence. And it is true. That's something I had to break for myself, too. Like, We just got to move in this world with more love, and that's loving each other. Yeah. We don't share enough love among one another. It's so sad. I was talking about this earlier, like, growing up, being around my own black people, and because I have lighter skin, you know, they still have this little racism between the black folks. What they call that um a slave mentality for the most part. But like, you know, it's weird. When they, when I was around a whole bunch of dark skinned people and they didn't think that I experienced any racist things in my life until I opened my mouth and said, This is what I experienced. It's like, oh my gosh, really? You experienced something? I'm like, Yes, I'm black. But those are ignorant people. Because... That is ignorant people because they think that I'm better than them naturally yeah. because of my skin tone, but no, I'm black. I look black. I can't hide my blackness. So I'm going to get treated just as bad as you. Yeah. It don't matter. But it is sad how we have that slave mentality among us. Because mm-hmm. as soon as you go to a job, it is five white people, an Indian guy, and one black person. And the black person could be at the same job skill you have and the other people at a higher level, your competition becomes the black guy. Yeah, definitely. Not the top guy, the the guy that's on your level, your skill of work. Yeah. Where you should be shooting for the, the top. The top. Yeah. Don't never get in a position thinking, they oh, they need me because I'm black. That happens a lot on construction sites. Yeah. Yep. And you, you're getting to work first. You're passing every drug test. You're a valuable person. Not just because you're black. It's because your skill level and you respect the job. Yeah. There's a lot of stereotypes out there. They think we don't know as much. Then we go out there and perform. They they congratulate you like you almost doing magic. Yeah. Oh wow, you guys are good and fast. Like what that mean? Yeah. You know. Trying to confuse. Or trying to make it seem different. Crazy a different way. But lately, to be honest, I deal with a lot of White people, I have a lot of white people, friends and stuff like that. 
and um none of these real none of these conversations come up until you're amongst your own people yeah you know we just gotta stop downing each other and move forward yeah that's true we gotta learn how to work together as a team and stop trying to yeah, we're all Take not gonna like each another. other. We don't have to like each other because we're black. Yeah, but that bottom line—if I could get money with you, let's get the money. Yeah, you know what I'm saying? We ain't smarter than each other. Let's get to the money. Yeah, for real. You Stop might, competing with one another. Yeah. Let's work together. Let me. Let, you use my hidden talents. I use your hidden talents, and we go to the top. Go to the top. Compliment, compliment each other. Yeah, for real. I feel like a lot of people miss that point Yeah, a lot of times because they don't know how to work together because it's always that old. Because we don't do know this. how to, we don't know how to wear certain hats. We want to yeah. wear all the hats. We want to wear all the hats. If that's how you think tribal people last for thousands and thousands of years before people came and interrupted their life because there was always a chief. Yeah. There always was soldiers. There always was this. Everybody wore a hat. Yeah. And they always worked for the next generation to survive. Yeah. It wasn't all about taking from the land, taking from everything, killing off baby animals that haven't even reached maturity yet. They always protect those because they know they're going to be there for the next season. Yeah. That's what we got to start thinking about is the next season. Yeah, the next season. Not today, but the next season. Yeah, think ahead. I feel like that's so important to think ahead all the time. You know what I mean? Be two yeah. steps ahead of the game because it's like think about, there's no point in not. I feel like if you're not thinking, you're not doing nothing with your life. Think about it. If you're doing stuff right now in your life and you, of course, you got to treat yourself well. But if you're not doing right things, you're kind of being selfish to the next generation. If you have kids or nephews or nieces, because you're not looking out for the next. Yeah. So you, even if you're not saying, "Heggle this, heggle that," giving out all this money, but at least you're putting a path there for them to survive. Yeah, and you're not burning down the bridge for they can't cross it, and then that's how the traditions keep going. Yeah, creating that generational wealth. Yeah. I feel like a lot of times we don't know how to create that generational wealth because. Every time, people keep, like you said, the dollar in the black community spends so quick because we don't know how to we save we and invest. We won't know how to create the gener- generational wealth because we already got in our mind we have no wealth. Yeah, that's true. And every day, if you look at your but research, we put we. But the thing with black people, they prioritize the things wrong sometimes. You know, the materialistic things they the put for, they put they put up front. First, before anything, oh, we gotta look right. We gotta have this, but That's it's like you don't got money, you can't dress right. But we the highest spending co- um, community in the we world. Are. We sure we spend is. the most money. We sure Blacks do. and Latinos. Mm-hmm. So if mm-hmm. we was to start holding that money back, there wouldn't be a lot of Fortune five hundred companies out there. It wouldn't be Nike sneakers won't cost no two thousand dollars on a on a resale. Because we we run the prices up on everything. Run the prices up on Hennessy, this shit, that shit. Because we're constantly buying with no... We buy with no um, 
no remote, no nothing. We we don't even think. We just buy. Yeah. Because we think about this is the thought what a lot of people do when they go in the store. We think the complete opposite of what another person would think. Yes, because this is what we do. We go in the store. We buy. We see a hundred and fifty dollar polo shirt or something. We we don't say, oh next year. I get this. We say, oh, I buy this because I get a check next week. You feel what I'm saying? That's how short, yeah. that's how short the thought is. And that's how short it, there's no future in that. It's just thinking, buy it. I get a check next week. But you ain't never going to put that $150 back. That $150 is spent. Yeah, it's gone. It's gone. And that's why, too, for myself, I try not to be that stereotype. I say, if I invest something into myself, it's going to be, like, my vehicle. Yeah. It's going to be, like, things that's that's making me make money. Like, I like one thing now, like, with the kids going to school. A lot of kid, black kids' schools now, they don't really care how they go to school. They go to school with Crocs, jogging pants. Yeah. Their mother and their parents ain't got to go spend, yo, it, look how hard they hit. Look how hard the black community get hit. School starts in September. You spending almost fifteen hundred dollars for school clothes, and then Christmas coming, Thanksgiving coming, all this stuff coming that we celebrate to the T. Yeah, and that's between September and December or January first, New Year's. The black community spend billions of dollars already, and yeah. then they say, "Let me throw Black Friday in there." Yeah, talking about discount. Yeah, black. Have us fiending out there. Yeah, Black Friday is like another Christmas. Yeah. Then they say, let's put Juneteenth in that motherfucker. Yeah. Now you're going to celebrate that, and then you're going to celebrate 4th of July, too, because you can't give up the partying. Yeah. That's true. They get us with all these different distractions to make us spend money. Because it goes back to we believe the stereotypes, so we live by them. Yeah. So they cater to that shit. They put it out there. You do it. We spend it. And that's it. Yeah. You know what I'm saying? You know how many black families broke up because the man said, I ain't getting Valentine's this year or my woman's birthday because Valentine's here. You should have got me something. What do you mean you ain't get me nothing? Yeah, I feel like when I start my own family, holidays are going to be very, very different. Yeah. You know, I want to pick and choose and celebrate the ones I want to celebrate the most. Yeah. But I'm not going all out. For the kids' birthday, I feel like go all out. But, you know, I'm not telling my kids that Santa Claus is white. White man come down the trim chimney. I'm, I'm just... Mm-hmm. You know, I, I'm there's no Santa. Every every day is Christmas. You have more holidays than birthdays. Yeah. Because if they said we just celebrate birthdays, there's no money being made. Mm-hmm. So they created holidays. They created all kind of holidays. Got, they even got sibling day. Fucking national this, national that, national this. Yeah. yeah. It's like, come on, man. I'd be like, this shit is wild. Father's Day, Mother's Day. All these days. <laughs> <laughs> I know.
days. All these days. It's sad because we have all these days and it's like, it do burn the pockets if you think about it, if you really get into it. And it's scary how, if you think about it, they said the average black person, I'm not black person, the average American has $2,000, like under $2,000, a little over $2,000 in the bank. That's because they take it, they save a little bit and be cool with that little bit and spend the hell out the rest of the checks instead of sacrificing. Like, yo, let me go to Walmart and get some sneakers or some boots and, you know, take a year off from the society of buying Gucci polo. You got little kids walking around here with Gucci belts. Yeah. You know it's like saying? a certain, you know, that materialistic. That's why I'm like, I hate that stereotype of being materialistic. But you we, know, I can't, I try not to fall into that. Yep. We focus on all that stuff, but it's even, it, it goes down to the food brands, to everything. Yeah, for real. These companies, if you, if you look at these families, how they live and the support that they get from every culture that's buying from them <laughs> like hell. Even the music industry. Yeah. Everything. Yeah. A lot of the real rappers don't get recognition for their real shit that they go through. Instead, you know, they want to advertise different things to corrupt the, you know, the young, the youth and their mindsets. Just like the stereotype with a rapper, a rapper can't be old and mm-hmm. rapping. Mm-hmm. But, um... But a rock star could be 80 years old rocking out. Yeah, it's wild. You know what I'm saying? So yeah. it's, But we, after they put that stereotype out there, we push it on our own people. We're like, yo, he's an old rapper. Ain't nobody listening to him. Yeah. Instead of supporting him. Mm-hmm. Because they already said, old rappers, man, they washed up. And that's why Jay-Z and all of them, with DJ Khaled's album... Yeah, God did that song. Jay Z was like, you know, I'm a billionaire, and I made a couple of other artists as billionaires. Yeah, you know, it's like, yeah, I'm an old school rapper, but I get money. Yeah, but that's like you look at um, Kiss um, and all these rock stars. Yeah, they're not talking about. They're talking about drugs. Yeah, they're not talking about they ain't got no money. These people could go on tour and make millions all over again. Yeah. Because nobody's calling them old. Nobody's calling them old. And they be up there with plastic surgery like a motherfucker. For real. Looking scary as hell. But we be in the back like, man, don't let such and such in the building. The motherfuckers old, man. I ain't standing next to that. Nigga. They don't respect them anymore. They don't respect the old MCs like they used to back in the day. Yeah. They was mad at DJ Academics because he said the old Dusty rappers. Well, he wasn't calling them Dusty, but what he was saying was, you know what I'm saying? Why are they Dusty? Or why don't they have money? Yeah. You know what I'm saying? But it all falls on. It's... it's it, it, it's really, I ain't saying he right or wrong, but it do bring up a good conversation to say why, yo, why ain't we supporting the pioneers? Yeah. But that goes back to the stereotype of how they lay it down and we apply it. Yeah, that's true. 
And it's sad because we really do apply it hard. We apply it hard. And we don't recognize, like, what we're really doing to one another. Mm-hmm. Yep. And people, and they be like, well, all the white people go to the concert, but the white people, if we don't like it, they don't like it. Yeah. If we love it, they love it they more. They love it more. They ain't understand the game yet. Yeah. That's like I was saying earlier when we had a conversation, a side conversation about the TV show Atlanta mm. by, um, what's his name? Glover. I think that's his name. It's on Hulu. Danny Glover? Danny Glover. Yeah. And that show, he has an episode where these black dudes, old rappers, have a meeting and basically talk about how they're going to, they rappers. So these white people, oh, oh, this black guy's a rapper. We got to have him. We got to have him. We got to have him manage our son. He'll, he'll help our son's career. And sure enough, it happens. But they getting paid off of the white kid. And he's like, this is how we're going to make our money. We're going to try to sign other people onto our label and make money. And it was just interesting. He was like, these white people don't know who we are. They mix us with all these different artists. They don't care who we are. They just like our style. They like listening to our music. They want to experience that life. Mm-hmm. And it gets so deep on that show. And it's just like, when you're watching it, it's like, damn, this shit's crazy. Like, you know, you think about it to yourself. Like, damn, are people really doing this? Is this really how the music industry is? Because, I mean, shit. You know, I think it's like that. It, I think it's like that too, and it's just it's interesting how just like just like the Tyler Perry um movie studio. Yeah, he had to pull private investors from somebody. Hell yeah! The Why o- you think Oprah? The Oprahs and all these buildings he named people don't people after people don't see people don't me. I studied film in college, so I understand how it's written, how it's broken down. So when I be watching it, fellow boy, it's like. I'm like, this is interesting. I watched to the whole end to the things, you know, is the, the screen is black. And I see who his music, who his studio productioners are and who are his investors. And people be like, oh, well, I didn't know Oprah. I'm like, it says it right there. Own. Yeah. The Oprah Winfrey Network. Come on, man. Don't the get information it. is always. It's there. always there. And but people we, don't understand. But we assume shit. Mm-hmm. Oh, Tyler Perry did it by himself. No, he had investors, yeah. and Oprah's one of them. It's a lot of them. It's a lot of them. You know what I'm saying? Because they, they, that was a powerful movement mm-hmm. when you could build something bigger than Universal. All three of the Hollywood studios put together. Yeah, them people are fucking itchy scratching their head. Like what the fuck? Mm-hmm. And they couldn't stop it. And they letting people but live the on problem, the property. The problem is too, you we nobody seen it coming. Yeah. The best thing to do is to be quiet. Be quiet, do it in and silence. Yeah. So when you get so far ahead, it's mm-hmm. too late to stop it. It's too late to stop it. The yeah. people that you gonna go to and be like, don't deal with them already said yes. Yep. Yeah. Yep. It's crazy. It really is. It's crazy out there. Yeah, but yeah, the stereotypes, the stereotypes, the stereotypes. It's got to be, you know, we got to stop 
putting them stereotypes on ourselves. Yeah, true. And um, take them chains Glorifying them and living by them. Yeah. Subconsciously. And you're subconscious. Yeah. Her said in her song, confusing. What she say? Confusing self-conscious with self-confidence. Oh, I like that. And that shit's deep in so many ways because it's true. You know, that's what we do. And she's like, why does it seem like we're the only people that dream of materialistic things instead of, you know, generational wealth? We hate to take the sacrifice. We hate to, you know. You got to sacrifice. We always got to prove to other people instead of proving to ourselves. And I feel like that's where we get lost. That's what we Because everybody, everybody, you got to sacrifice because... But people are scared to sacrifice because whenever they go around their family or go around people, they always want to be told, man, Miss Breaker, you're doing good. They want to see the good on you. Yeah, that's true. They don't want to, Then you know what I'm saying? They want to yeah. see the good on you. And, and we want them to see the good on us. Yeah. So we are scared to sacrifice even down... The material things. Yeah. You know what I'm saying? Because we got to pull up in a fly car. Because mm-hmm. that symbolizes we doing good. Mm-hmm. We got to have the hottest kicks on because that symbolizes we, we doing, doing good. good. Yeah. So that's what that's what that's why people don't sacrifice. I'd rather have the money in the bank than you think I'm doing good. Feel yeah. Me? Then you could think I'm broke all day, but guess what? We're making moves. For real. You know, that's what Facebook got people. Yeah, Facebook is. The likes likes on Facebook, the likes Mm -hmm. on Instagram is about more people at the cookout saying you're doing good. Yeah. But when that camera stopped flashing and you done taking a Facebook pic, or the Instagram pick you back to reality. Yeah. With- I feel like people are different. You know, they two face. Yeah. They're one way on the internet and then when it comes to being in person, they're yeah. a whole total different person. It's like who the fuck are you? I mean, we chit chat, get along on Facebook, but then in person you're a whole different person. Yeah. It's that weird dynamic of it's called reality. That, it's, it's that digital image. Yeah. It's not a life image. It's a digital image. And it's a cultural shock to, you know, the media. Honestly, it's like people take that shit to the heart. But then when in person and, you know, actually being able to socialize with people, it's like people can't take their hand hand out of their phone. Yeah, the conversations are done now. Mm Mm-hmm. Something simple can't keep it long. You ask a female or a male, like, how you met that person? Oh, through the DMs or this or that. Yeah. It's like, I seen it back in the day. It was like, yo, I seen this chick at the gas station. Got a number. But it ain't like that. It ain't like that. You know? Yeah, or my neighbor, you know? Yeah. It's not like that no more. You don't even know your neighbors these days. You really don't. It's sad. I met a few of my neighbors too. Say hello to them. Yeah, that's good though. 
I try to do that because I feel like up here, I mean, we up north, they don't do that. Down south, they do. Yeah. But it's just like when but you do it, they, got, they respect yeah. differently up here. Down south got a little fucked up too. That's, they, yeah, it is changing. The, they taking on the northern way. It is. It's changing. That southern house hospitality is like. About to be out the door the next 10 years. Yeah. If they don't pull back and be like, you know what I'm saying? Because everybody want it. Even the kids. They don't want to take the steps to get it. It's the microwave generation. Yeah. They want to get off the bed and get it that day. Yeah. They don't want to go work at McDonald's. They don't want to do this and follow the steps. But you look at different cultures, the Mexicans, Latinos, and different people, they'll go work at McDonald's. Yeah. And then they then they family have a three family house yep. in, in Boston. Yeah. And you'd be like, damn, they got the whole family living it. Yeah, because they could yeah, afford they it. Even afford if they working at McDonald's, they all working together. Mm-hmm. And our kids, you'd be like, yo, you're going to get a job at McDonald's. McDonald's? Why would I work at McDonald's? I want to work at Foot Locker. Yeah. I want to work at uh, Victoria's Secrets. And people be, even older people with kids, like, man, I'm trying to teach my kid to be an entrepreneur. But how do you, you could teach your kid to be an entrepreneur, but they, if they never go into the work field for anybody, how do they know how to operate? Yeah. How can they... Because the Asians, they'll send their kid to a business to work, to infiltrate it and learn it. Yep, to learn and it and be able to know how business. to own that business. Yep. You know what I'm saying? So mm-hmm. we just got to get that structure together. Yeah, we got to figure out how to be able to actually give one another the resources. Yeah, and build that structure to... It's going to start from the kids because you can't change half of these old motherfuckers. Yeah, you can't. And it's sad because they're stuck in their ways. And it's like, it is what it is at this point. Because look, every time they try to change the world or change the fashion, they don't target older people. They target mm-hmm. the youth. Yep. And then the youth push that agenda. And then the next youth behind them jump on that. So that's how the cycle goes. Yeah. It's a fucked up psycho. Just like the, it, it, it's all the same way of how they did the slavery from the the um when they came. Did you know? Not to cut you off, fella boy. Not to cut you off, but did you know that just a few years ago they added the lynching law on, I believe, the um Constitution. They added or took it off. Took it on there. Put it on there. Because it wasn't on it before. And it's because of the black kid that got lynched in Texas. Oh. I don't know. But I know. I know they writing laws for the Asian people. Before they even write it for black people. Because the Asians are going to be the next powerhouse in the United States. I think so. Yeah, that's going to be your new white. For real. That's they, gonna be interesting. They're gonna move the needle. See, they were so focused. See, they were so focused on to get off hey, I ain't trying to get off topic, but yeah. they, they was they was so hooked on holding us down 
mm-hmm. were holding us back. The Mexicans and everything came around that and built fortunes. You follow what I'm saying? To where they were trying to hold us back, but they came around and and that's why they, they got this whole immigration thing and yeah. la 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 and, and you know, mm-hmm. build a wall and you know, all that crap. Mm-hmm. But they know they turned it into a powerhouse. They they don't look at us as like, oh, that's black juju, that's Mexican Danny, that's this they look at it as, as a whole. Mm-hmm. Yeah. You know? Just like when um the black the black life matter movement was going on people not really recognizing that you know hispanics latino latinas well and asian we're all in the same boat but we're still separating ourselves from but one black, another but black people didn't even even um follow the black life matter movement when i went to a lot of bunch of suburban cities and people out there holding sign. I ain't see no blacks. I mean, when we had the big, the big, you know, march down here in Boston, it was a lot of black people. I was surprised. Yeah, but and it was a few white people. Yeah. But it was a lot. We was deep, yo. But you know, at night, you know, have police pretending to oh, be. Yeah. You know, it changes at night all the time. The narrative changed, but um. <laughs> It is interesting, like, you do see a lot of black people. I mean, white people that do support it more than black people. Yeah. It's interesting. That's what I'm we, saying. We don't support each other enough. we gotta love each other. We out here killing each other with gold chains and rings and money. But Temporary so a cop kill us, we're marching. We yeah. need to start marching in our neighborhoods and stop these people in our, for, it says, let's stop killing each other. Yeah, for real. The people, believe it or not, I'm not Muslim, but they don't give the Muslim community credit how they walk up and down Blue Hill and all these places saying stop the violence. Yeah, yeah, See, we don't want to hear that shit. We don't want to hear that. I be seeing them out there. They be looking. We don't even pay attention to them. We don't even want to hear it. But we we need to hear it because we're killing each other. We are killing each other. We're hurting each other. It's It's not helping each other. Too many young men... Dying out here. Too many young black men are dying out here. It's not good. It's not good. And that's the thing, like, when are we going to stop killing each other? When we start loving each other more. When are we going to stop loving each other? Because we we only love each other when we die. We got to start pushing love. I know, we got to start pushing love now. Yeah. And telling your even your friends, they might even talk behind you about your back. But when you're about to leave them or hang up on the phone, be like, "I love you." Yeah, you feel what I'm saying? To change the perspective. Yeah, you know what I'm saying? I believe in that heavily. Because you tell a person out of the blue, "I love you," they start to think. Like, they start to think like, "Oh, I guess I love you too." Yeah, you feel? What you I'm know saying? what I mean? Yeah. I try to change that narrative too. That's definitely important in society. Like, communication is key. Communication is so important, especially how you communicate, you know, expressing yourself. Letting people know you love them 
or even hugging people, shaking people's hands, it, it, it softens the blow. Yeah. You know what I'm saying? We live longer having human connections, having yeah. that human touch, being able to spread that positive energy. I do agree that not all people need to be hugged up on and touched. <laughs> Let's keep it real. I've been trying to stick and stand by it. Like, I'm not hugging your ass. Your energy's not right. I should shake your hand or dap you up. But, nigga, you're not touching my heart, nigga. I'm not hugging you. <laughs> that ass. Like, I got to stand by it. I really do. Or if I do hug you and I wasn't supposed to, I got to cleanse myself. Yeah, but still, if you take that at wall sometime and hug somebody, it might change their energy. Mm. You feel me? Mm. It might change their energy. Okay, yeah, sometimes, I guess. Because that's the one thing we don't do. We don't sit in the circle and talk and kumbaya and even get an understanding. Like you, like say if I'm mad at this guy, he he mad at me. We don't talk for years. You know how much bullshit we done built up in each other head about each other, mm-hmm. and people are quick to say, "Oh, I don't even think about him." Yeah, right. Then you in the back building up shit like that. That's why that nigga was acting like the. You yeah. know what I'm saying? You, you ain't build, get closure. You build up that negative shit mm-hmm. to where y'all don't speak for 10, 15 years. And then when you happen to see each other, you're damn near crying like, oh, man, dog, man, we was we was boys. And so many years done passed by. Mm-hmm. You know what I'm saying? Motherfucker got kids that's 18 now. You got kids. Your kids don't know, even know each other. Then it's like, damn, this relationship ain't even worth rekindling. You know what I'm saying? Just move yeah. on with our life. We cool, we cool. Yeah. You know what I'm saying? That's true. Gotta be able to be more, um, have more conversations. Yeah. More sit down, bring up topics. You feel what I'm saying? Because if you don't bring up these conversations. Yeah, breaking the ice. Yeah, it's no conversation. It's no no understanding. Yes, I agree. But I feel like a lot of times when you do break the ice, people get so offended. Yeah, but I guarantee you, when people get offended, they go and think about it. Oh, no, definitely. They got to think about it. Just like when I was younger, I had to be about 22. I just brought a brand brand new Lincoln LS. Yeah. Drive there, go over my people's house to do, say, yo, can I use your car to go down the street? I was like, hell no. You can't use my car. It ain't like you're using some brand or something. Yeah, for real. And then he got upset a little bit, but then he thought about it. And I ain't say nothing else about it. He ain't say nothing, but he came back to me like a man. Like, yeah, and I understand, man. I, I, ain't, I ain't got no license. I can't just drive your car. You just, Yes, understand yeah. that. Understand because people shit. will get mad at you because it ain't going their way. Mm-hmm. They'll try to not looking at the bigger picture like nigga no. It all goes back to when you're playing Uno or playing cards. You try to make up the rules for you to win, right? Mm-hmm. There's people like that, but they don't want to follow the rules, but they want to make the rules up for the, for themselves. For themselves, yeah. So that's how it work in life. A motherfucker will 
um, try to manipulate situations yes. just to and get their way. If you say no, they upset with you. Mm-hmm. And it's like Damn. that's why I don't tell people shit. You know how you peep shit before other people's peep shit. Mm-hmm. I don't say shit. Yeah. Like I just don't I learn from my lessons, you know, when you say shit, people make these assumptions. Oh, you jealous, oh this, oh that, oh you a hater, oh it's like no, I'm trying to help your dumb ass, but I guess I mind as well see it unfold when it unfolds. But I'm gonna sit back and Man, you know, you when it unfolds, then I'll be honest. I'll be honest when it unfolds. You can't but tell a motherfucker you can't but tell one of your bros. Or one of your girls, if you see me significant other out with another yep. a person, yep. you'll be like, these niggas be like, I'm hating. Mm-hmm. Nigga, I'm just trying to tell you, I see your wife hung up with somebody. For real. But then you Looking be out like, for you, motherfucker. Then you be like, nigga, I can't say that shit. I, you know, he gonna think I'm hating because... Uh, uh, yeah, we don't... It's hard. It's like, it is what it is. It is what it is at this point. Yeah, but that's the see, shit. It is what it either. is. But that's the shit we have to change. Yeah, it's it's sad to say yes, but for me personally, nah. It, it, but you, we have to work on the change. People hate. I mean, after the fact. I mean, if you can be like, come together after the use situation. People hate two out of the wrong contents too, because yeah. to hate somebody or to be jealous of somebody. That's saying that you rather have their life than yours. Yeah. That's how deep that shit is. That's how deep that shit is, people be throwing that word around like a motherfucker, like, hater, hater. Like, Mm -hmm. you feel what I'm saying? Mm Mm-hmm. And I learned that from a young age, too. My mom used to tell me all the time, be careful how you say different words, how you express different things, because you got to know the true meaning behind these words that you're expressing. Yeah. And I feel like people don't, you know, recognize that. But it is, it is what it is. Anything for real. you do in life, even if you start a business or you do anything, you was inspired by somebody. Mm-hmm. You feel what I'm saying? Mm-hmm. So don't you can't walk around here like, yo, I came up this with my own and blah, blah, blah. no, I, you had to be inspired, was inspired by, somebody. by somebody. You feel what I'm saying? Yeah. But people feel better about themselves because they. They think if oh if I'm inspired by this person, it ain't nobody in a circle they inspired by. But it makes them feel better. But still, you're inspired by somebody. Yeah. When you buy sneakers, when you buy anything, you looking at how the good the sneakers look on that other person. Mm-hmm. But you ain't gonna show them no credit or no congratulations because you don't want to. You don't want to feel like you um jocking their style, or, yeah. And not knowing when they made Air Force One, they made a million of them for millions of people. Yeah, you feel what I'm saying? When they made yeah. Jordans, they didn't make Jordans just for me. They made them for everybody. They made them for everybody. Yep. You feel me? They sure did. And that's the thing, like, you know, people feel like they got to always bite on the next thing and new thing coming. Yeah, this conversation was jumping all over the place, but we hitting every topic. Yeah, we sure is. Hitting every point. For real. We keeping it real. Yeah, just just keeping it real. Keeping it real, going through it. Show love, people, show love. For real, all day, every day. But, you know, it is, it is something how, you know, society, 
gets control. I feel like it's a lot of conquer and, you know, demands all the time. Conquer and control, for real. Or, um, how they say it? Um, divide. Conquer and divide. Yep. Yep. Divide. Conquer and and divide. Yeah, divide and conquer. To control. And it's just it's it's a sad thing, but this is this is how we living. Yes, sir. But you have any No, nah, I'm good. I'm anything else you wanna say to the people? Nah, just leave with love and love each other and let's do our thing as a community. Yeah, let's do our thing as a community, let's stay together, let's one love. One love, I always say that. One love. <laughs> mm-hmm. You gotta love each other for real. That's why, like, you know, one thing before we before we end this real quick, one thing I always do is when people come at me at certain way, at a certain energy, I always change it to love. Yeah, I'm not gonna feed you the same energy. Yeah, I'm gonna do the complete opposite. Another thing to do too, and I know you big on energy, but don't focus on other people's energy too heavy. No, always myself. Oh no, no, no! Always myself. Always myself, fellow boy. Protect your protect my energy at all times, no matter the cost. Yes, definitely. But that's what I'm saying. Like, I'm gonna always protect my energy. I'm not gonna feed into that energy. You know what I mean? You gotta come correct with yourself and say, like, is it really worth it? No, it's not. I can definitely try to change the narrative. You know, if they're going to be negative and they're going to have that ad- that attitude, it's, mm, let me come with a better one. No you know, bring something different to the table. Yes, sir. But that's that's all we had to share with y'all tonight. It is what it is. We're keeping it real. And, you know, it's me and fellow boy out here keeping it real. It is what it is. Any last names real quick before I end it off? Fellow boy's out. Fellow boy out. I Miss Breaker, number one podcast in the world, baby. Yeah, we getting there. We getting there for sure. For sure. Into existence. Speak that shit into existence. Yes, definitely. A hundred percent. One love. One love.